Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards. Preparing for the NBA lottery draft on Thursday. Plus, hear what head coach Scott Brooks and GM Tommy Shepard had to say about the NBA restart, John Wall, Bradley Beal, and the future of the team. All that and more right here on Locked On Wizards. Hi, welcome to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Well, there's been a lot going on the last couple days for the Wizards as we've seen exit interviews and had a chance to catch up with head coach Scott Brooks and GM Tommy Shepard. Now, for these two, they spoke a lot on the future of the team, but also reflected on what they saw from the NBA restart. But first, we've got to get into the NBA lottery draft that's going on Thursday night. GM Tommy Shepard did mention that looking forward to the lottery draft, it just depends on where they are. If they hold at number nine, the players they already have in mind are above that line. And he really feels as though there are 15 players in the draft that can help the team, some more immediately than others. Some may need more time to to develop and be ready to step into that role. But Tommy Shepard spoke on the fact that there are 15 players that they have highlighted and that they're keeping an eye on. So depending on where they fall after the lottery draft and their final draft pick, pick that they get in that first round it is just a matter of which of those players fall to the Wizards so he mentioned that even in the past of course last year specifically having a lower pick but still being able to pick a player like Rui Hachimura they are very confident coming into this NBA lottery draft and head coach Scott Brooks even talked about it as well mentioning that at the end of the day they are not only excited about who they have coming in from the draft but who they're getting back from injury it's going to be a it's a big day for a lot of organizations come Thursday uh, we would love to. We would love to. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and over whatever it ends up, it ends up. We'd love to get up and move up in the draft. Um, but if we, I do know one thing, Tommy and his group has done a tremendous amount of work and, and they're diligent. They are scouring the entire world looking for the right player to help us get better. And even if it doesn't, you know, even if we don't move up, look what happened to us last year. We actually moved down and landed us an impact player in Rui. And thank goodness that we did move back because, you know, the, the, his ability to improve our roster is going to be uh, a big, a big, he's been a big addition to our club. Uh, but yeah, it would be nice to move up. But uh, wherever we land, we're going to end up getting a really good player. And I, and I look at it, I look at it different that, you know, we're really getting two big time players in this year's draft. Uh, the pick and John Wall and you couldn't ask for a better situation uh, going into next season to have uh, one big time player that's one of the best in the league and I've seen him the work that he's put in and and he's going to definitely be back to where he once was and then the new and then also the lottery pick is going to be a a good player because I'm I'm confident in Tommy and, and his ability to get the right fit for our team. So looking forward, how do they evaluate which players they're going to be adding into the roster? Which player makes the most sense to draft? And there has been a lot of question around this draft specifically because of the fact that there was no March Madness. We did not have a chance to see 
college players show off what they can do in the on the biggest stage of college sports in the NCAA tournament. That is a chance where we normally see players have breakout moments. They make a name for themselves, especially any guys that are coming from maybe some smaller schools that are a little bit under the radar. ACC schools tend to be a more heavily followed team, but as a whole, it's just a chance to see what are these players going to do in the biggest moments under the lights when everyone's watching. Will they step up? or where they kind of drop off. So it is unfortunate that for anybody coming into the draft, they have not had a chance to see those players and that there have been months of time that they normally would be evaluating and analyzing players that they did not get that chance to do so. But Tommy Shepard did mention that they actually look at players as much footage as they have, as much experience as they have. So if they can watch their old AAU games, if they can watch them in high school, and they also watch them in college, if they watch, if they're overseas, watching them internationally. But the biggest thing is they try to follow players to see how they progress. So looking at how much they've grown, their energy levels, is it, is it consistent from where they were in high school to now? Their development, their weight gain, how are they maturing into their bodies? What is their build like? Are they growing and, and developing and progressing at a rate that makes sense? Or are they someone that maybe is peaked or not doing well or, or in a sense just continuously playing at the same level? So they evaluate players as far back and as much as possible and are continuously evaluating them to just keep an eye on their growth. And Shepard did mention that they have to look out for, there are some players that just show up for the bright lights. They show up in those big games, those big opportunities, the big AAU showcases when you're in high school. But what about the players that are consistently always bringing that level? And that's the ones that Shepard feels like tend to last, tend to have the longest career. The players that, regardless if there are cameras on them or not, if it's a championship game or regular season, big game AAU showcase or not, the ones that are consistently bringing the level that they should to the floor. And so that is something that through watching these players as far back as possible, it gives you the opportunity to do so. And I will make mention that Tommy Shepard did clarify, first and foremost, that as we're looking forward to the future and preparing for what's going to be happening in the draft and which players are going to be on the team, there has been question around the future of head coach Scott Brooks. And GM Tommy Shepard cleared it up. Head coach Scott Brooks is here to stay. He will be returning to the team next year, and he, met, he mentioned that there is no doubt in his mind that he's bringing back Brooks, and now they're pro- progressing and moving forward to prepare for next year. So I know that is very important because a lot of people have been wondering not only the return of and health of players moving forward, but also the return of head coach Scott Brooks. So he will be back. He will still be coaching the Wizards next year. And we'll see exactly how this all pans out over the course of the next few weeks and in the offseason as a whole for the Wizards, what happens in the NBA lottery draft, and how are they continuing to progress in terms of their workouts, players like Bradley Beal and John Wall getting back. So coming up, we're going to get into what Scott Brooks and Tommy Shepard have been saying about their two all-stars, Bradley Beal and John Wall, and also just how the team looked in their eyes reflecting back on the NBA restart. Start your morning with the news that matters in just 10 minutes. Axios Today host Nyla Boodoo and a team of award-winning journalists will bring you the latest analysis and insight into the trends shaping our world. Who says car repairs have to be expensive for quality? Well, for over 20 years, rockauto.com has been the place to get everything done from brake parts to tail lamps to even new carpets. And regardless if you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, it's easy, convenient, and best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. It's a family business that puts your family first. 
We're still in the midst of a pandemic dealing with COVID-19, everyone. So why spend twice as much for the same parts when you can save money for you and your family? Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers for countless makes and models. And one of the best parts about it, whether you're on your phone or your computer, you have quick service right at your fingertips. So go head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we at Locked On Wizards sent you. You're listening to Locked On Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and we had a chance to talk through the NBA lottery draft, just exactly what GM Tommy Shepard is looking for, and really what head coach Scott Brooks, who, as mentioned, is here to stay, what he is looking forward to from the draft as a whole for next year. The team is getting back John Wall, so that in itself is exciting, along with whoever they draft. They are going to be bringing in at least two exciting, talented new players. Head coach Scott Brooks mentioned that this offseason, this year, will be like no other. They have a lot of work to do. Brooks also mentioned that they've had a good chance to see who players are, what they can do, and who they can become. So they have to continue to teach, coach, and get them better because the guys now know where they are. They've got confidence. They've had a chance to, to see what they can do. And Tommy Shepard actually brought up a great point in the fact that some of these players, looking at someone like Jerome Robinson, for instance, was traded into, onto the team back in February. Then the league gets shut down around COVID in March, shut down for four and a half months. So if you look at Robinson and what he's been able to do, I mean, he hasn't even had a chance to fully – show what he can bring to the floor. He's traded in February. The league gets shut down. He comes back for the uh, part of the NBA restart. And yes, we had, to, we had the chance to see him kind of come out of his shell in Orlando. But as Shepard mentioned, Robinson reminded everyone that he can score. And that, and that trade with the Clippers, you know, bringing him in, that was something he was supposed to bring to the team. But they haven't had a, lo- a lot of time to evaluate him because right after the trade, they were shut down. He still hasn't even had a chance to fully work into the team, and there's a lot of rust there. Then you look at players like Troy Brown, who missed training camp, Rui Hachimura, Thomas Bryant, Mo Wagner, who missed 20-plus games throughout the regular season due to injuries, John Wall missing the entire season. Now, as Shepard mentioned, that's, that's life, and you can't control that, and he's not complaining about that. But in watching this team understanding that they haven't even had in this past year a chance to have everybody close to healthy on the floor at the same time playing together consistently that's something that you have to remember yes they have a long way to go but having this offseason having even having had this NBA restart as a chance to come together patience and that's the word Tommy Shepard kept mentioning patience is key understand that no we can't just sit around and wait but he feels as though in his time with the Wizards one of the biggest things he has learned is to be patient they have to do a better job of developing these young players, continuing to allow them to grow in, into the system. But overall, they're going to continue to, to learn together. They're going to t- continue to work through this together. And for Scott Brooks, he was mentioning that they are building a good foundation of what he calls the winning habits and, the, and doing the right things. He's in the process of building winning habits. So it's more than just wins and losses. And of course, the Wizards, especially in the NBA restart, had more losses than wins. But the process right now for them is to do the right things consistently day in and day out. So now when you add those pieces, bringing back those big three, adding in whoever you draft, now that goes such a long way in the team's overall development on the floor. And that allows the future of the organization to be built on a strong foundation. So that's something I know I've been saying is just throughout this NBA restart, it's bigger than just the wins and losses for the Wizards. 
they were not expected to go in and do much. Of course, they were going in just like everybody else with the intent of winning every game they could, fighting for a playoff spot, trying to extend their season as long as they could. But also long-term, bigger picture, it was about building that foundation for them to move forward. Now you add in two elite players in the league in Wall and Beal on top of whoever they get in the draft, as well as getting everybody back healthy, confident, having had the experience in the NBA restart, that's a dangerous team. The Wizards really are not that far off. Now, the biggest question I know we discussed on the show on Wednesday is just the history that the Wizards organization has had where they haven't been able to get over that hump. So the biggest question is, will they get over that hump? Will we see them if they're all be able to be healthy, that's number one. If they're all able to come back and play at the level they should, that's number two. Will they be able to bring that level, turn a corner, and be a top team that's competing for a playoff spot in the East and also just competing to, to be a team across the league that's in the conversation? And right now they're not in the conversation. So for the Wizards as a whole, this offseason, as Scott Brooks mentioned, will be like no other. And, you know, it's something that he talked about moving forward and just mentioning what they're looking to do in this offseason to evaluate. And it starts with evaluating himself. And Scott Brooks had this to say. Is, is a, I have to get better. I have to work on uh, different ways to, to teach, different ways to improve the team. And it's, this year is unique and for everybody's. Uh, position not only in the sports world just in in the working world just a different obviously with the pandemic and I don't know if I would say it's incomplete but I thought we had a good a lot of good things going on I'm very pleased with the staff that we have in place uh, we knew that it was going to be a, a challenging season um, before all this you know all the, the coronavirus even took place that we knew that there was a great possibility that John, uh, John Wall would not play uh, most of the season. And we knew that we made a transition and changed our, our team. And going into this last summer, we wanted to do that and we needed to do that because uh, a lot of the pieces just did not fit prior. But we, we, we went with a younger lineup that had room to grow and I knew that there was going to be a lot of ups and downs and patience was going to be uh, pretty important but I always look at myself as just uh, I don't know if I never grade myself but I always look at myself I have room to improve and, and my job over this off season has come back better and my staff is the same way we're always the incremental gains are very important for all of us in our organization. So Brooks mentioned he's evaluating himself just like he evaluates the players it's Time to make sure that they're all working together to take a, a hard look at who they are and what they're bringing to the floor, but also to look at what the team as a whole is doing. You know, going with a younger lineup in the restart and a, a group of players that really had this opportunity to learn and grow, you know, knowing that they were not going to have John Wall all season, but then in the restart, not having Beal and Bertans, this younger group was able to take their lumps. And so, yes, there were a lot of ups and downs throughout the season, especially in the restart as well. But, you know, the biggest thing is now moving forward, having built that foundation and looking at a player like Rui Hachimura, who really is someone that, you know, is, you, you take away from this entire season as a rookie and what he was able to do, you've got to be encouraged by it. And Brooks did speak on Rui Hachimura and what he was able to see from him in earning a starting spot, keeping that starting spot, and also his willingness to step up and lead the team, especially in the NBA restart specifically. 
and the impact that he has had on our team is is pretty vital to our success going forward. Um, just and then the change I've seen, you know, the start of the season, he earned that starting spot, and it wasn't given to him. He earned it, and he delivered, and he ended up uh, keeping that spot until you know he got hurt. And then when he came back, I thought he had another uh, a little jump in his growth. But then, then, then the quarantine took place and the pandemic is here uh, during this later part of the season. And then we started back up in the bubble. I saw the game, you know, slow down a little bit for him. I saw a little bit more confident player. Uh, I thought I saw a little um, willingness to take chances on, you know, on the offensive end, which I like, um, because I think going forward, he's going to have to be um, a player that can, you know, score in different spots of the floor, not just, you know, back down a smaller player, not just his mid-range shot, not just spotting up for a three. I think he has the ability to get better in all, all areas of the scoring floor. And, you know, his cutting is, 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 I think, is an area that he has to improve on. You know, we have a lot of guys that can handle the ball and make decisions, and a guy like him with size and good hands and ability to finish around the rim, he's going to have to learn how to pick his spots and, and be able to cut into the offense and get open opportunities there. But I thought Rui was terrific all year. So so consistent, and his ability just to remain calm and cool and, and his composure at that young of an age, a rookie, is pretty remarkable. Again, it's going to be a big offseason for these guys to really – get after it, get to know each other, and take these experiences of this past year to grow. And of course, first and foremost, get healthy, but also for the team to come together. Now, whether that's going to be through Zoom, there's looking forward to this chance in the offseason to now move in the right direction. So coming up, we've got to get into John Wall and Bradley Beal, what Shepard and Brooks have been saying about their two elite all-stars and how they're looking as they're getting healthy and working to get back on the floor. Who else gets annoyed every day, come lunch or dinner time, wondering, what am I going to eat? You don't feel like cooking, you've got a million emails to read, you've been busy with work and swamped, and you have so much going on, and your stomach's growling, and you don't know what to eat. Well, let DoorDash take care of your next meal if you want. Chinese food, pizza, froyo, anything you have taste for, you can order it through DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. And there are thousands that are open for delivery on DoorDash that you can now call, order, and now let them do the work for you. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. You've counted on them, and now they're counting on you. So while their dining rooms may be closed, and maybe you don't really feel comfortable going out to get food, or you just don't feel like getting off your couch and changing out of your pajamas, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. So DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering's easy. Just open up the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely right outside your door with the new contact list delivery drop-off setting. So with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos. Anything from restaurants, Chipotle, Wendy's, Cheesecake Factory, you name it, they're on DoorDash delivering contact lists to your front door. So call right now, and anyone that's listening can get $5 off, zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. So don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. 
Renee Washington here, host of Locked on Wizards. We had the chance to talk about the Wizards and what they're looking for in the NBA lottery draft, or just the NBA draft as a whole, and then also getting into takeaways from Scott Brooks and Tommy Shepard from the NBA restart. So now as we're moving forward to the future and looking at what the team is going to look like next year, it is very dependent on two players, of course, John Wall and Bradley Beal. How will they return? Will they be healthy? And so head coach Scott Brooks and GM Tommy Shepard did speak this past week about their two all-stars and looking first at Bradley Beal Shepard was mentioning that Beal actually just spoke to him the day before and said that he's never felt better he is working back he's they've been managing so between doing some workouts and also giving his shoulder time to rest they don't want to overdo it the biggest thing for his injury is having the chance to just rest so John Wall and Bradley Beal have both been very encouraging in, in their response to their recovery right now. And for Beal specifically, head coach Scott Brooks did say this. Great. I've texted him throughout this um, uh, the bubble experience that we had in, in Orlando. Um, he's been great. His rehab has gone well. We've had a guy back working with him and, and nothing but good reports. He's going to be fine going into next season. It was a tough decision, and but we made the tough we made the tough decision, and it was the right decision for him to to stay back to to for, to rehab and make sure that he's going to be good to go start the next season. And it was tough. I mean, we'd love to have him. I mean, we probably wouldn't have been in the situation that we were in because he's elite and a big time closer and a player. Um, but I did text him before that Boston game. Is there any way you can make that? quick trip to get this last game so we can get, get a W. Uh, he just laughed. And, uh, but, yeah, he, he's, in, he's in a good place. And I'm excited about having everybody back and, and, and having the group together and adding a couple more pieces along the way. So the running joke continues. Brooks did text Bradley Beal jokingly, asking him to come down before their game against the Celtics to see if he could help the team get a win. But overall, as, as mentioned, his development's going great and that his rehab is going well. And Bradley Beal and John Wall have been very active in staying engaged with the team. You know, so for Shepard, he's also been actively staying involved with those two. Going, he's planning to go visit John Wall sometime. Uh, Scott Brooks also will be visiting him just to check in and see how he's doing and just see, you know, how his workouts and recovery is going. And specifically for John Wall, Brooks did mention that he thinks that he's not only growing as a player, but also as a father. And that's something that a lot of us may not even realize is the development of these players and their maturity may not always rely as much on them on the floor, but also major milestones and changes in their life off the floor, such as being a father. And Brooks did mention this about John Wall. Uh, He looks great. He's excited and he's fired up and he's, I mean, he's grown as, as a person like we all do. I mean, uh, the little boy is uh, just amazing to see him growing up and see their relationship. And it's, uh, it's really, I think it helps. It helps all players that, you know, when you start establish uh, later in your career, and a lot of times you, you start to have families and, and seeing John, uh, seeing him not only as a, as a player on our, on our team, but he's a, he's a father and, and, a, and a very good one. He is so involved, and that's great to see. Same thing with a lot of our players, and Brad's no different. Uh, you, you just look at, I think, balance 
helps you be a better player. And we have, we have a lot of uh, situations on our team where the balance is, is important to us. And, you know, John is going to continue to grow and get better. He's still 30 years old. And he hasn't not had, I mean, prior to early in his career, he had a lot of, you know, a lot of minutes on his body. But he hasn't had minutes the last two years. So he's a young 30. So if you're wondering, the biggest question, will they be ready to go? And Tommy Shepard did say that if the season were to start in October, John Wall and Bradley Beal will be, will be, I repeat one more time, will be, for anybody that missed that, 100% and ready to go. Again, we heard John Wall earlier this summer saying that he has never felt healthier, and this is the first time since he joined the NBA back in 2010. It's 2020, you do the math. Since he joined the NBA, that he feels completely pain-free. Bradley Beal also has been balancing between his workouts and resting his shoulder so that he's not overextending himself but able to get back. But it has been exciting to hear the news that these two are having so far a great recovery. Knock on wood. I just knocked. I hope you did too. Because, of course, anything can change. But it is encouraging to hear that they have been actively staying engaged with the team. So that shows they're not just off. For anybody that may have been wondering, off and not in Orlando, but although they weren't physically there, were still mentally and emotionally there. Shepard did mention they were both watching film from practice. They were able to actually live watch practice and then were giving their feedback on practice, whether it was wanted or not, were sharing their feedback on what the team was looking like in practice. So they have been actively involved with this group throughout this entire time. I know we talked about that in a previous episode of Locked on Wizards. I think that means a lot. That says a lot for these two leaders to, to really show their, their younger guys and their teammates that, no, we may not be there with you in person, but we're still there with you. We're still just as engaged. We're still just as locked in. We're doing what we've got to do on our end to get healthy and get back. We're working out. We're doing all of our rehab, but we're also staying engaged with you, even if it is virtually over Zoom and, and phone calls and text messages. So the future is looking bright for the Wizards. Again, knock on wood. <laughs> but overall... Got to be encouraged by what Tommy Shepard and Scott Brooks are saying so far. We'll see how this actually translates onto the floor. You know, looking at the, the moves going forward, players like Troy Brown, as mentioned, can be a great backup point guard for them. They did discuss the fact that they're looking to have a three-guard attack sometimes, three or four creators on the floor, more shooting, more depth. All of these things that we're hearing are much needed. Developing their game defensively was also something that was discussed. How will the Wizards work to be better defensively as we've seen that be an area of weakness? And Shepard and Brooks did mention that, although they have a long way to go, they're going to continue to work on the de defensive side as well. So they're saying all the right things. It's just a matter of now, will this all work out for the Wizards? So the NBA lottery draft is just another step moving forward. Of course, the Wizards right now, as Shepard mentioned, are hoping and every year the goal is to not be in the lottery draft next year. You don't want to be a part of it. You don't want to have to rely on the lottery draft to help you get your team on the right track. So they're hoping this is the last year that the Wizards are even a part of this. But we'll see if this is a step in the right direction as we continue to follow the team, their development in the offseason, and all the news around Wall and Beal's health and much, much more going on for the team. So coming up tomorrow... In our Friday edition, our final episode of the week here on Locked on Wizards, we'll continue breaking down the Wizards, recapping what happened Thursday night 
and also getting into some news around the Mystics. So thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Locked on Wizards. Hit that subscribe button, as always, so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes of the show. I'm your host, Renee Washington. I hope you have a great one, and let's be locked in, fingers crossed, for the NBA Lottery Draft on Thursday. Have a good one, guys. I'll see you next time. Washington out.